and welcome to the Capacity Creator Podcast. I'm Melanie Sadka. In each episode, you'll hear about the many successes, struggles, and advice on how to respect your capacity. You can subscribe at Melanie Sadka, like vodka with an S.com, or come see me on Instagram. Or you can visit my Facebook page called Capacity Creator. Today on the Capacity Creator Podcast, I welcome Julie Black. Most of you know her as an award-winning artist. She's also a fantastic human being, a strong woman, co-founder of Empowered In My Skin, a generous soul, and a friend. We talked a little bit about how to respect capacity and how spirituality is woven through. She also offered up some really strong metaphors on how she manages her capacity. We also talked about what happens to your capacity when you turn 40. You're not going to want to miss this one. Stay tuned and thanks for joining. So thanks so much for taking time to be here. Hey, Um, hey, man, 57 minutes, we're here. I know, I know. (laughs) I understand um, in terms of capacity, which is what I'm all about these days and trying to understand my own capacity, but helping people respect theirs Mm -hmm. and, and taking time to be here is a gift. So I thank you very much for doing that. Thank you. So yeah, so we are going to tackle this notion um, of capacity and respecting it and abusing it. So mm. right now, you know, let's start with with where you are in your current career. And you've, because you've been so busy and you've been on so many stages and in so many projects. Mm-hmm. How do you manage that? How do you respect that capacity? Ooh, how do I manage it? Well, I have an amazing team that... Uh that does the things that would usually take more of my brain space. Like even as something as simple as an e-transfer, you know what I mean? It makes a difference in, in capacity. Um, and everything's kind of, everything that I'm doing now is in alignment with who I am on today. So before I was being tugged left, right and center, cause I was searching, trying to figure out, okay, am I singing? Am I speaking? Am I acting? Am I, but they were, they weren't the subject matters and basically what I was doing, they, they didn't, speak to one another in the same language so now as I had to learn to say no to certain things which was a big leap you know of um, faith um, you know God you know I believe in God God started Mm -hmm. to align things to make it a little bit more manageable I still could use more rest for sure my brain is always on the chatter is is real but learning to actually even power down my phone makes a difference even though I could turn it right back on yes saying nine o'clock turning the phone off my body just goes yeah 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 it's turning it off I love we talked about the notion of rest versus sleep Mm -hmm. right and I love how you just turn that around because when we say we're so tired all the time right right and using the word I need some rest Mm -hmm. was powerful yes tell me about tell me about a little bit about that and how that's just that's just that holds more strength or it gives you more permission. Absolutely. My 82-year-old uncle was the one who gave me that piece of wisdom as he was painting my mom's condo in December. We're getting ready to sell it after she passed on. And he was like he did the whole condo oh my gosh. by himself. Like he's been a painter his whole life. Right. Um, I was like, uncle, aren't you tired? He said, oh, no, no, no. I don't get tired. I just take rest. So tired is a negative word. The Lord gives you strength. He doesn't make you tired. And I, right away, I just like, all right, I'm going to use that going forward. For sure. So as I say, I could use some rest. 
And, and in conversation, people hear it differently and say, oh, I'm like, oh, girl, I'm so tired. <laughs> That's so, you know what I mean? Yes. It's just terrible. <laughs> it, is. it is. It just doesn't make you want to hang out with that person, right. right? I'm like, why are you so tired all the time? True story. I dated this guy. Oh, yes. Here we go. She spilled <laughs> the beans. I dated this guy for like five months. And no lie, he would always say, how you doing? How's your day? Oh, girl, I'm so tired. <laughs> so I told so I told Hank and my other friends, Ryan, everybody, and now it's like a thing. We like, hey, what's up, Ryan? How you doing? Oh, I'm tired. And we just start laughing. Totally <laughs> yeah. like, he's like, I never want to be that guy. No, you <laughs> don't. And we freight there's so many of us that walk yeah. around. And we just talk about how tired we are. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing attractive about that. Zero. No one wants to hang out Negative. With you. No. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <sighs> um, and then with all of the, you know, all the projects that you have going on too, you talked about just being a bit more discerning and alignment, right? Mm-hmm. Because so many of us are trying to go a mile wide. Ooh, right? that's big. Versus a mile deep. Ooh, I love that. So, and you talked about saying no to things. Mm-hmm. You know, and we say no to things, then we are leaving capacity for the things that we truly want to do. Agreed. Can you recall a time where you said no to something and you're like, good Lord, help me, you know, have made the right decision. Just really mm. nervous about saying no. Um, oh, uh, yeah, I'll be fully transparent. Um, continuing on with the WE organization. Yeah. I love, love everything about, you know, being a part of it. And um, traveling to Kenya and being on the stages. Um, but I realized that the high of playing to 16, 20,000 people, that was, I needed more than that. You kind of like been there, done that. Like, how could I serve and be there physically? And how is my time being honored and respected? Um, yeah. And recognizing that I wasn't interested in being a number anymore. Ah. Right? Yes. Uh, the bragging rights just wasn't enough for me. For sure. So, um, so yeah, I basically just just walked away from it. You know, if they call again, I'll and it's right, I'll do it. Sure, but it has to feel right. Yes, discerning, right? Yes. Um, I always pray for confirmation. Like it's, it's interesting. Whatever your faith belief system are, like truth be told, if you ask, should I be doing this? Is this necessary? Like that right there. Is this necessary? And just wait. Yes. Ooh, ooh, the answer will come. Oh yeah, you leave space for it. Yeah, and it shows up. Is this necessary? That's been Love my thing. That, like, okay. Yeah. Is it is it is it sharpening me or is it making me dull? Oh. You know. Yes. Give you a sneak sneak peek of what's coming on Saturday. That's right. Well, that's right. I don't know when it's gonna air. Well, what's that's coming okay. later this week? <laughs> oh yeah, Power to My Skin is a huge movement yeah. that you and Inc have co-founded, and I have had the great honor of being part of, and. Yeah, and we will be talking more about capacity in that because there's an addiction to adrenaline, which I think you were alluding to too when you get mm-hmm. up on that stage. It's like, is that feeding your soul? Is that necessary? Is that necessary? And I think when we pause, you're absolutely right, that adrenaline wave will dissipate quickly mm-hmm. and will actually reveal that it's not necessary. So I I, have, I love that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that we're going there for sure. Let's talk about turning 40. Okay. All right, because we both turned 40 this year. Yeah. And I feel like life shifted. Yes. With with that number. I have I can't put my finger on it. I don't know what it is about that number, but something happened where I feel more empowered. Mm. I don't know if it's wisdom. I don't know if it's experience. I don't know what it is if it's like time a new era to take charge. 
don't know. Are you feeling that? Completely. Okay. 100%. What is it? Can I feel you smarter that? even. <laughs> I love it. For real. Smarter. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. My confidence is through the roof, but it's um, it's a confidence that's a lot more calm. Mm. It's a calm confidence. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah, where gotcha. you don't have to over-animate. You don't have to, you know, do and do and do. You could just be. Right. You allow yourself to be. And yeah, it's years. 40 years, you know, that's a long time. Yes. So, like, there's a lot, you get back to my faith, there's a lot that was done in 40 years for me. Like, oh, Jesus, Rome for 40 years. And, you know, Moses took 40 years to go reach the promised land. Like, what? Well, there's all these, this number 40 is very significant. Yes. And um, in my own personal life, my mom lived 81 years. And so when I turned 40, my mom was 81. And I looked at her life and where she was still around. And I said, wow, okay. So I get to do this. Like I just, if you're God, if you give me my mom's measure of life, then I get a whole other life plus one wow. year. Yeah. So how am I going to make this better? Ugh. That's such a beautiful way to put that. Like you, know. you can just envision that. Yeah. And sink into it. You said something too, and you said like just more calm. Mm-hmm. Um, standing where your feet are is something that you had mentioned earlier, and that that's right. Stuck to me like glue. Yeah. Like standing where your feet are gives you that calmness that ability to just see what's around you and, right. and look and and yeah well absolutely it's 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 amazing when you could you know allow your mind to focus on the bottom of your feet you don't even have to be a yogi like just like mm. okay every time this has been a couple months now at least especially since Canada reads I would say so that was March 26th so yeah just a little over a month um that I was like okay Julie you're about to step on live television. Be where your feet are. Mm-hmm. Feel the room. You know, and also something that I've been doing lately is typically I, when I get to a space, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I tune the room. It's like an instrument. Just walk the space, tune the room. You know, it's energy, right? Everything's yes. energy. Yes. Everything's energy. Like, okay, what's it feel like? What's in my heart space? How am I feeling? What am I bringing into the space? Right. Right. How do you declutter your mindset, though, in order to just be open to what's there? Like so many people have issues just shutting down that chatter. Mm -hmm. Right. And then feeling what you're describing, because Mm -hmm. that's the power, power of being where you are. But there's so many people that can't access that because they just can't quiet the mind. Right. What's your best advice there? Well, um, it could be something as simple as Mary had a little lamb or a Bible scripture. Find something to recite when you recite. Um, you can't do anything else but recite. Mm, that's good. <laughs> I mean, that's yes. meditation. Yes. So the, again, it doesn't have to be religious. Right. Mary had a little lamb, Mary had a little lamb, Mary had a little lamb. Just find something. Find something to center yourself with that. Absolutely. You know, breathing deeply for sure. I'm learning a lot about, even though I'm a singer and everything is breath. Yes. Um, because I, I've, I'm not a trained singer. I don't, I've never focused on the technical side of things. Right. So now realizing, okay, well, you know, to access my highest notes, I need the biggest breath. Yes. So to get to my highest self, I need the biggest breath. Wow. And that's where I've never said that before. That's like, it's actually kind of profound. I need to save that one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I've never said that in my life. But yeah. It's just expanding that rib cage. Yeah. I'm go- Yeah, I think everybody right now who's listening is taking a deep breath, which is like <laughs> <Right>? creating space. <laughs> Total beautiful. Michelin man. Like. Yeah, we're doing it here in the studio. You should see us. 
breasts out and oh, everything. Yeah, breasts go. out. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Stretching it out. It's good. I think, you know, the first 40 years, would you have a theme to it? And then would you have a new theme for the next 40? Ooh, that's good. That's a good question. Um, hmm. Wow. Theme. What would my theme be? I don't know. I have to think about that. What's coming to mind right now is what my mom used to always say to me that um, you can't get to the top of a mountain while on a, climbing up a smooth surface, mm. basically. Yeah. It's got to be bumpy. It's got to be rough. You know, so um, I don't know. I guess I, I I just envision myself. It's always been a climb. I see myself close to the close to the top. Yeah, not even close. Not not all the way there. No, and, you know. And in fact, by the time I'm all the way there, it'll be time to meet my maker. Okay. So there's always something to strive for. But but the muscles are stronger now, right? For sure. So you think about the bottom of that mountain. You know, no muscle development, nothing, just yeah. soft. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. But as you're climbing, your biceps and everything's developing, techniques developing, yes. your confidence developing. Like, okay, okay. Yeah. I love that because we see you, um, because in every way that you show up in public and even personally away from the spotlight, you are on that summit in a lot of our eyes. Like you have reached that because you're such a beautiful soul and you have <laughs> so you. much to give and you're talented and generous. And uh, so it, that's an interesting image for us to to take on ourselves as well. Thank you. Is that, yeah, there's always something more to climb for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if it's not for you, for somebody else, yes. you may have someone on your back. Oh, yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I think that that whole capacity piece too, like as we're climbing, how do we, you know, how do we divide and allocate our capacity in our lives too? Mm. Like what is, what do we dedicate those, those portions to? How do we actually respect that? And I keep, I keep going back to that too, because so many times, you know, we talk about shape and empowered in our skin. So how much of the capacity is reserved for spirituality? How much is it reserved for health? and abilities, right. personality and experiences, right? So it's it's interesting because I look at my own and capacity is finite. Mm-hmm. You know, we overextend. I don't even talk about capacity creep because I creep into my husband's, right? <laughs> I'm like, if you can just do this for me so I can have more capacity, right? right. But yeah, there's, there's always some tweaking. There's always some adjustments to be doing. Um, and it's just exactly like the climbing is how do you adjust? How do you grow stronger and monitor that? Right. Yeah. I think your tribe's important. Yes, um, you need accountability partners. Yes. For sure. And for me, spirituality or your essence, your, you know, your vibration, your soul, like all that stuff basically is the, you know, is the is the source. It's that electricity that's needed to give your health, abilities, personality and experiences capacity. Yeah. So spirituality taking time to you know meditate to to sing to dance naked like whatever <laughs> like these are things your spirit you know like we are we actually I believe that we don't um have spirits but we are spirit right and yeah. so wherever we go and it's like oh it doesn't feel right or oh just feeling so that's all your spirit communicating that's that you know it's it's telling you something i think our our bodies um, are so smart. Mm-hmm. We don't give it enough credit. If we look at the animals and realize they know what to do when a storm is coming, they know where to get their food. 
they know, you know, now some of them poor thing, they don't know how to run across a highway because we've we've we were into their own habitat now. That's so true. You know what I mean? We've taken over their space. Yes. So re- realizing that if we trust trust the original programming, you know, babies they fall down to get up. Fall, they know how to reach for the mom's breasts. Like they just know what to do. Yes. They yeah. know what to do. It's innate. Right. Yeah, we're born that way for sure. Exactly. But there's so much that gets in the way of that. Yeah, that's absolutely. right. And I love how you talked about spirituality just being, just just being, and just like whether that's dancing, whether it's just connecting with yourself. Like so many people think spirituality is religion, right. and right away it's shut down. That's right. It's just there's no opening, there's no opportunity to ever tap into that spirituality, which is something different for everybody. Right. And if pe- people are missing that, mm-hmm. and I'm in the process of rediscovering that, and how 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 lost you can be without knowing how absolutely. lost you are with it. Right. Without it. Being lost is a is is actually a, a a powerful space. Yeah. I was lost. We get lost. I still get lost. But so you realize you're going to be found sooner yes. or later. Yes. And so it's it's amazing to to be in that space of um, searching and discovery and even frustration, like questions, like all that's that's all part of the growth. Like, okay, what? Why? What's up? What's going on with my life? Asking these questions out loud. The universe is going to send you an answer. But it's when we keep our mouths shut and we're so internal and sickness, that's when sickness starts to take over. For sure. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I And I always say this to students and, you know, to the participants in any speaking engagement or workshop is it's okay to be uncomfortable because if you're uncomfortable, you are in a growth zone. Yep. If you're comfortable... You're not doing the right things. Like you're just coasting. Yeah. So I know. love one of my newest phrases is uh, "comfort is overrated." Ah, uh, yes, exactly. Totally overrated. Yes. Why are we striving for retirement? Mm-hmm. Retirement means you don't love what you do. Right. Because you've like stopped. You, yeah, you've yeah. been working. You've been just working and not um, thriving in what you actually love. Like if you love something. You're not gonna want to stop doing it. That's like right. my uncle, 82, yeah. painting still. He says, "I'm gonna paint till I die." <laughs> That's it. Like yes. he loves it. Absolutely. So why are we okay? Yeah, there's a certain level of financial responsibility sure. and setting up your future. This that, but really, you know, people are I hate to say it, driving vans on the sidewalk, and people are getting killed just mm-hmm. like that. No one knows when. Right. Pounding, pounding, pounding for this next promotion and a job that you can't stand. You make lots of money to save for some future that is not promised. Exactly. Yeah. Right? I'm with you. What are you doing? Are you vacationing? Are you, like, what are you doing? You, you, have you put, when was the last time you put your hand in a bit of soil? Mm-hmm. Just cause. Mm-hmm. Just grab a plant and just get your nails dirty. Exactly. Feel the earth. Yes. There's some things that we just don't do anymore when we grow up. No, right? right. Yeah, it's it's finding that childlike behavior. That's right. I just saw uh, Jane Goodall not too long ago, mm. and she spoke about a moment when she was four years old that forever changed her life for where she is now. And just so quickly, so she when she was four years old, she was so curious about where uh, eggs came from. So she would follow the hens, all the you know, she'd follow them, follow them, and she'd wait and wait and wait. I guess four or five hours went by. She waited in a coop for four hours to watch this egg come out and her parents called the police and they couldn't find her, right? So <gasps> finally, she she emerged and her mom wasn't angry. So she told this story in terms of her mom actually fostered that curiosity. 
what were you doing? What were you looking for? Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. And it was just like that moment, she said, forever changed her life because she was always curious mm-hmm. about animals and about what happens and, and humanity at the same time. And so she dedicated her life to studying chimpanzees and restoring forests and, and you know, just all the amazing Look things it. that she's doing. Yeah. She had an auditorium of 3,000 people. She didn't take one penny. Everything went to that foundation. So wow. talk about doing 84 years old. She's not stop. She didn't retire. Wow. Going. That's beautiful. Yes. You oh, see yeah. that seed. Yes. Her mom was able to take that seed, you know, fertilize that seed. Her curiosity, that's the seed. Yes. Right. They used to say, Julianne, you're so loud. Or they'll tell my mom, Julianne has, we don't like her tone. Okay, her tone. They didn't know where this tone was going to end up going. And similarly, my mom never shut me down. Like, she knew I was singing and humming and making all types of noise at home. It was like, okay, you could end up, um, you know, aborting somebody's purpose and destiny by shutting them down and not asking the right questions. Right. To have them express themselves, be like, oh, you know, like the, the eggs or the tone. Yes. Like, what is that? seed that's just waiting you know to be nurtured nourished yes yeah yeah and and just to to grow into something and that's the purpose that's where purpose is born i think too and just allowing that to grow from there yes so yeah we all have that story and um that may likely appear at our empowered in my skin too is just (laughs) reconnecting with that childlike curiosity because we do we forget about it And, you know, in that note, too, of being in a job or waiting to retire to do something that you've always wanted to do is just, like, bullshit, right? Like, I heard so many people last week at another workshop, when I retire, I'm going to do this. I'm like, why aren't you doing some of it now? That's right. Find capacity to do it now. If you're in a job because you need to be because of financial reasons, great, fine. I respect that. Right. But there's a part within there that you could be enjoying more. You could be. That's right. People just, you know, choose the path of least resistance right that's right so, i love that i yeah. just re-picked up uh the four-hour work week oh uh, you know so i uh, was a tim forget his last name i know anyway I, yes but uh but now my spirit's ready for it because yeah. i've had it for years years <laughs> years <laughs> right and now i'm reading it it's just so it, it's so timely it's connecting with you. It's connecting with me right yeah, now. Yeah, I have a, a love-hate relationship with that book because again, <laughs> and you probably understand this too. As entrepreneurs, yeah, we work eighty-hour work weeks to avoid that forty-hour like nine to five. I know, this right? This is what we do to ourselves, right? <laughs> right. But it's our purpose. This is what we want. So it doesn't do. feel so like we, work. No, it doesn't feel like work. Right. But yeah, maybe I'll have to reread that four-hour work. It's been a while. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm just like literally like chapter one. So yes, well, that's good. Well, it feels like we have covered about 20 hours of content <laughs> in this segment. And again, I'm so blessed that you are here and we Thank can have you. these conversations. And yeah, I'm, 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 again, I'm very grateful our paths have crossed. I'm grateful to you. You're a super hero. So happy that for such a time like this in life that, um, that we've locked elbows and we're, we're yeah, doing this together. Thanks. Yeah, man. It was nice to have you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Capacity Creator is produced by me, Melanie Sadka, and recorded by the amazing team at Hive Studios in Hamilton, Ontario. For more information on Capacity Creator, please visit capacitycreator.com or check out the Facebook page. 